0: Performance on demand podcast number thirty three. E- Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Performance On Demand Podcast with Craig and Jeremy, where you will learn all things endurance sports, from training and nutrition to mental strength. Everything you need and want to know in one place. Welcome, everyone, to the Performance On Demand Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Willard, along with uh, Mr. Jeremy Brown. Mr. I was sir last time. What uh, happened? I've been you, You've been demoted. Demoted the Demoted just And when mystery. you're done I want you to get the mop And I want you to mop the floors <laughs> 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 Yes sir What's going on man? What's up dude? Man Oh see princess
1: just princess Yeah had, Yeah I got the I got the, the, I got the Dane the,
0: the Dane's out And uh, she's looking at me like I'm an idiot Because I'm sitting here Talking to this thing She doesn't understand But um, She's probably a little jealous Of my attention she, to the microphone She
1: probably smells the butt On the she microphone She probably does
0: I smell the butt On the microphone <laughs> No one knows what we're talking about. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, welcome so, back. Yeah, back yeah. Episode. What do you What have you been up to, man?
1: Next episode. What have you been up to? I uh, you know, just uh, living the dream. We had uh, had a Shreveport get together.
0: Yeah. And are uh, so you traveling? Uh,
1: traveling, yeah, traveling. Mm. Be traveling for the next really two weeks. So I guess by the time this gets out, I'll have probably another week of travel left with the Rangers camp. But. Uh, um, lots of travel good lots of travel. good so
0: get, get to see a lot of the country you're a busy guy people i don't know why people it's like you so much just me out of trouble all you do is cause me problems maybe work <laughs> hard i don't like to work hard
1: I'm mom like, always calls me called me a hill raiser being raised as i was being raised so I'm, I'm pretty you, you sure that,
0: uh, it's probably spot on. So, spot on so what are we going to talk about today i don't know what are we going to talk about today
1: Oh, it didn't work.
0: It didn't work at all. Technology's miserable. That's you know, so um, actually, it's more about YouTube than anything. There we go. That's enough of it.
1: Yeah. yeah everybody the, gets zone. Get, the
0: zone. It's the zone. What is the zone? What is the zone to you, Jeremy? Coach what Jeremy?
1: Is, the zone to me is that point in time to where I've experienced as an athlete uh, and I've, I've been with athletes or talked to athletes who've experienced it. It's kind of. I don't want to say out of body, but it's something to where you just operate. Yeah. You and there are some days there, and I'll we'll get into it in a little while. But there are some days to where the zone is easy to find, and there are some days to where you're searching and can't find it the entire time. Yeah. And there's different reasons, I think, for that. We can get in that minute. But for me, the zone is just something to where you kind of find that that spot, kind of that cruise control, kind of that. Um, it's, it's, it's just cruise control. You're, you're functioning at such a high level and your, your body and mind are in, are, are in sync essentially. I think that's when you find the zone. Um, but you know, some days it's there, right? some days it's not, yeah. you know, some days you go out and you feel great, but you just can't quite find that groove. You know, you're not really firing in that groove like you should be.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Do you do you experience it more often than not, or do you really have to? Do you feel like the more you work on it? So this is just me asking you like random coaching yeah, questions. I, do you feel like the more you uh, the more you try to find it, the less you find it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't honestly though, as an athlete, I don't know that I've ever set out and I've tried to find it. Uh-huh. You know, there's some there's some workouts like steady state workouts or uh, tempo efforts that are that should be kind of one speed and just cruise. Sure. And like I said, some days it's there, some days it's not. But I feel as an athlete, the better conditioned I am, okay, the easier it is to find. Okay. So the better shape I'm in, the easier it is to find. Like when I first, I'm just getting back into Ironman Texas training now, and I just realized I told I've told this story a bunch the past couple of days, but I just realized that I didn't I didn't toe the line at a triathlon at all in the 2015 year. I did some running races, but I, I was focused on developing the business right. and supporting Kendall for her Ironman and supporting my athletes at their races. And so I didn't, I didn't step up and, and race myself. And now that I'm getting back into it, I've, I've found that zone a time or two on a couple of rides here in the past few weeks. But it, when I think you are in very good fitness, it kind of just comes. Like it's there almost every workout. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of it being, I'll say, a struggle to get back to where you were, shape, uh, fitness-wise. Okay. I find that the better shape you are, the easier it is to kind of find that groove and cruise because your body knows what to do. Your body has done it over and over. Whereas now I'm kind of detrained. My body's remembering how to run. My body's right. remembering how to ride, how to swim, you know, how to strength train all this other stuff. So uh, I guess it would
0: be the better shape that you're in. There's, there's a lot of yes. So the reason for that is because you're not thinking about when you're in really good shape, you don't think about it. When you're in really right. bad shape, all of a sudden you start getting winded. So you start thinking about breathing. You start, you know, you, uh, you, you get sore. So you think about being sore. So anytime that you are allowing your mind to think about something other than just free flowing, it's going to pull the zone away from you. It's going to right. make it. And so right. zone being in the zone, and this is, it, it, it's a bit of, and I think what you said earlier was, was, was quite valid in that, you know, the the word zone to certain people is is like euphoria it's a place that they always want to go but they never seem to find it right. and one thing is for certain is the more you focus on it to try to find it it's like you know we talk about sleep the more you focus on sleep you're not going to get it yeah yeah you're it's going to be harder so don't uh, don't focus on trying to be in the zone or the flow whatever you want to call it don't focus on it allow it to come naturally and right. you don't have to be a pro athlete to to get it. In fact, you can be a you know, you can be a pretty young and I mean young as inexperienced uh, athlete and still get in the zone, although, you know, your output may be completely different than a pro, but you can get it on any way. And right. how you get there is through really, to be honest, is through goal setting. It has to start with goal setting. And the okay. reason is as we talked about with our goal-setting podcast, which is – what podcast number is that over there? That was um, uh, that was number eight. So podcast number eight, POD008, 008, we talk about performance – I'm sorry, process, performance, and outcomes. And process is where you start with automations. That's where you create – you develop mastery skills of sorts, and you get better and better and better – at doing whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's, you know, running, learning how to run properly or whatever. And when you do that so much, you create the automation. And that's why it's so important to do it right the first time if you can. You know, to have a coach to help you get the right footwork down and to make sure that you're, you know, you're not all over the place. Right. Because that automation that you're developing, that habit, basically automation is habit. That habit you're performing when you get in the zone, you can actually get in the zone with bad habits or bad automation. Absolutely. But it's, it's, the, it's when you do something so much that you don't have to think about it. It's secondary. It becomes a secondary action. And when it becomes a secondary action, you don't think about it. And when you don't think about it, you move faster because your mind automatically drives your motor cortex. And your motor cortex is what's going flow. This is, let's, let's flow through this. Right. But right. then, as you said earlier, it, when you get tired... When you uh, haven't eaten properly, when you haven't slept well over a period of time, when you have those things that tend to pull your mind away from just effortless work, you start to think about that. Now the prefrontal cortex has to take over, and so now it gets in between your 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 conscious, your subconscious, and the motor cortex, and says, "Oh wait 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 wait, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Why why um, you know why is this hurting? Why?" Why, why are your feet short? Why are you tired? You know, are are you, you know, maybe you need to slow down, you know, so you start thinking through all these things. And when you do that, you literally rip yourself right out of the zone.
1: You know, and, and you said that it kind of triggered a thought in my head. I was just thinking about how, like what workouts, as you talked through that, I was thinking what workouts do athletes typically indicate in their comments or in conversation or even me personally, what, what have I experienced? What type of workouts like create that zone? Because there are some that where they they give the the athlete the better platform to not think about it and just go. Yep. And then I realized I actually have built workouts before that are meant to let athletes get in the zone, and then there's portions of those workouts that actually force them to switch it up and change gears and get yes. out of the zone. Absolutely. And then and then after that they'll go back into right. it. And right. so I think and and uh, there's a couple of athletes at track, and one of them a uh, very talented runner, he hates changing speeds yeah. because he gets in that groove. Yeah. He cruises and he he just kind of zones out.
0: That groove, that's the same to, thing. Right.
1: Yeah, when he has to change speeds, he has to think about yep. it, he has to process And so yep. what we've done with him is basically we've made him a better uh, – a, a stronger mental runner
0: okay. because
1: now instead of just falling in that groove of, of an 8-15-minute mile, he can fall in that groove and if somebody passes him he do not want to pass, he has the ability to – Make that that gear change, yep. and then get back into kind of his groove. Right. And so, so as a coach, I think that that is, I think that physically, um I, I guess it's as much mental as physical. But but we try to tie the two together. We try to. It's one thing I said the other day. My job is to make athletes uncomfortable. Right. Whatever they do. If you're comfortable, we got to work on something different. Because sure. when you're comfortable, it's when you kind of get complacent and you yeah. don't really make the gains. And so right. as a coach. My job is to make you uncomfortable, and that's exactly what those those pace changing workouts do. They take you from a place of comfort, your zone. Right. Oh, I know I can run this it's nine minute mile forever. Oh shit, I got to go an eight fifteen for two minutes, and then yeah. to a nine thirty for five minutes. Like it's like uh, we do that as coaches to try to you know to try to create to try to move the zone faster and faster and faster through right. through that type of development. Well,
0: that's all process work.
1: Absolutely. I mean, right so again,
0: so it's always back to the process. It never happens anywhere else. It, when you, um, and, and again, it's, it's about free flow. It's about the ability to not think about what you're doing. And if you're going faster than you're supposed to, you will eventually think about what you're doing. So right. uh, there's going to be a point where if you expect to be in flow every time, and that's maybe the part of the issue at some point. Maybe some people feel like you should always be in it, and they're upset because they don't get in it. But there they is, get frustrated. Yeah, but there's points in your training, especially when you're a bit uncomfortable, that you're not going to be able to get into it. You know, right. now you may you may get into it for a few minutes or for a few seconds, but all of a sudden now you start thinking about it again, and when you start thinking about what you're doing, the actual work that you're doing, that goes away. It just disappears.
1: What if I told you that? I could give you a key that would help you find a way to get into the zone faster. So if I told you, I could tell you, I could tell you one thing to work on that could help you get into the zone. And it's going to tie in with the mental. Okay. And that is your nutrition.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. If you, if you find yourself struggling to find that group and let's say you, you can run that seven minute mile a thousand times but man today. You just can't hit it. Something's wrong. You don't feel right. And then you start to do that whole frustration thing. Yep. Really step back and analyze your, your nutrition up to that point. Cause what happens when the, when the body doesn't get food, the brain gets pissed off. Right. Yep. yep. And so, uh, the brain is, is a very demanding little sucker.
0: It, well, it can't function properly.
1: Right. And so then all of a sudden it can't get in that zone cause it's thinking, my God, I need fuel. Yep. I need, I'm tired. I need starving. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, I would, I would tell everyone that if you're having trouble, let's say, Let's say you're in great fitness. You're taking Jeremy's theory of being in great fitness allows you to get into the zone easier because it's, you know, becomes automation. You know, you went through the process. Um, and like I said, today, you're just not hitting it. Look at your nutrition. Mm-hmm. I think that would be, that would be a huge, huge uh, win for you if you could figure out where where you went wrong with nutrition and identi- first identify that you went wrong with nutrition. Yeah. It may be not eating enough. It may be what you've consumed pre-workout, things like that, but I, I personally believe that because <clears throat> it's – I tell everybody, especially uh, Iron Distance athletes, if you're ever on the bike ride and you get pissed off for no reason, somebody passes you or drafts you and you just get angry, you get mad, eat something right that second. If you get a negative thought on that bike ride, it's usually after mile 60 or 70 and you think, ah, uh, F this. I just want to be off this bike. Screw this. This is stupid. Why am I doing this? Eat something because when the when the brain does not get that that food and fuel, it starves, and when sure. it starves, you can't find that zone fight or flight yeah so mm-hmm. you, when, and, and when you can't find that zone, then you get pissed off because you can't find the zone. oh, I should be able to run this you know nine minute mile over and over and over. why can't I do that? Eat something nutrition yeah, or not eating yeah yeah, I think nutrition really ties into uh uh it's not it's, it's it's a factor, it's not a huge factor, but it ties into finding that zone and really being able to maximize. The process and automation you put into to get into that zone.
0: Well, you need to get everything out of your way, and yep. that includes nutrition. You know, yep. if Absolutely. you're tired, you're probably not going to be able to get into it very well, or maybe for right. not very long. Um, right. If you, you know, stressed. That, shit. I mean, if you don't have a good bike fit, that may not. I mean, that's going to. I mean, if there's you're, there's you're just. Uncomfortable? If you're uncomfortable, it's probably not going to happen for you. I mean, that's, you know, that's that free flowing. It's like pouring water out of a cup and it just goes where it wants to. It just goes. It doesn't have those limits. And that's from anything that can pull your mind away from not having to think about it. And, and, I, and I say that because I know we always think, but when you're not thinking about running and you're running, you're running faster.
1: Absolutely. And you're and always
0: this- running faster when you don't think about it.
1: And the thing is, too, is that um, in, in the Focus podcast, I don't remember the number, but we we talked about only being able to really concentrate truly on one thing at a time.
0: Right. That's and right.
1: if your ass hurts because your bike seat sucks, you're yeah. not going to be able to think about finding that groove. Yeah. You're not going to be able to get in that zone. If you've got a rock in your shoe, yep. you're not going to be able to get in that right. groove. You right. know. And if you're tired, you're not going to be able to get in that groove swimming. And that's the thing for endurance athletes, which is is who we're talking to. Sure. Endurance athletes, they have to find that zone because a lot of times it's going from an hour race up to 17 hour races. Sometimes people right. do the ultra distance stuff. You know, how do people run for 24 hours straight? 50 miles. How do they do that? 60 miles, 70 miles. How do they run nonstop? Trust me, they find a zone.
0: Sure. Sure. They
1: just, they, they just zone, zone out. They
0: zone go. out. Right. And that's how the same many times
1: thing. And I've done this before, back when I used to drive, uh, drive back home, to see the family in the holidays. It's kind of scary, but you get back home and you go through this automatic process during the drive and you get, you get to wherever you're going. You're like, Holy shit. I don't remember driving through Memphis. I don't, I don't know how I got home, but we we do it safely, but sure, it's like, sure. you don't, it's an automatic it's process. An, it's
0: an automation. That's right.
1: And our, our focus is on, okay, I got to get home, you know? And, and so it's very similar to this. You got to, you got to allow yourself the opportunity to, to get in that zone. You have to set yourself up for success leading up to that.
0: Well, many times when you are in the zone, you have no. When, and when you, you kind of pop out of it, it kind of it might even spook you a bit for a second because you're like, "Oh shit!" Right. And then you, when you want to reflect on what you were thinking of, you don't remember. There's
1: there's nothing there to think. There's like, nothing. It's
0: nothing. Know. It's it's literally it it, it seems like it's Process. nothing. Yep. Yeah, yep. and that is true. Uh, that was. Um, that, that was number 10. That was podcast 10. We talked about focus. And, and that's, that, I, I mean, we could bring up a little bit of that. And basically what he's saying is, is that you only have one thought at a time. It doesn't, you think you can multitask, but you really can't. What you can do is you can process one thought at a time, but anything that you do to a level of automation, for example, everyone knows how to sweep the floor. So you can sweep the floor and talk on the phone. But if you didn't know how to sweep the floor, talking on the phone and trying to learn how to sweep on the floor would not go well. Or, you know, whether it's trying to learn to run and talk at the same time when he's tell when your coach is telling you to focus on you know body mechanics or something along those lines. So right. one thought at a time and, and if you're sitting there beating yourself up because you can't get in the zone, guess what? I guarantee you you're not getting there because you're, you're locking the, the door. You, the you've used that thought that you have, you've used that single thought to make sure that you have uh kept yourself away from being in the zone.
1: So let me ask you this from a, from a mental standpoint, um, the, the zone is, is not this mythical thing. Like it exists. Right.
0: It's real. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Do you have one, uh, you may have already hinted at it, but do you have one tip or trick from the mind side of things that, that an athlete who wants to get in the zone, but maybe kind of struggling that day, what can they do? Well, if you had one, like one silver bullet, what would it be?
0: Don't think about getting in it. I figured that would be I figured it's pretty be that, simple. Or it's you really simple. Your own way it's it's something. much easier than you think. Uh, don't because even as a novice, even if you don't know how to run well, if you're putting in miles, if you're putting in distance in training, whether you go to the gym and you just get on the treadmill, um, I get you know there's a couple of things I would say. One is minimize any type of distractions because distractions will not allow you to be in the zone. It'll pull okay. you away from it. You need to have almost, uh, a, a, if I had to say effort or thoughtless, thoughtless yes. moments. Yep. Um, so anything that would pull you away from the zone, do not focus on the zone. Allow it to happen. It's Allow your race or your run to come to you. And then don't think about what you're doing specifically. Don't think about the mechanics. Now, this, this, this gets into a point where you, when you're balancing training, when you're when you're balancing training with um being able to compete, that training piece sometimes doesn't let you well, it's not going to always let you get in the zone. So you have to put forth the effort in into the the um in, into the process work at the beginning to get yourself to a point to where you don't have to think about running. Because if you're not a good runner, you're gonna have to put that effort in up front to become a better runner more consistent runners so that your coach has given you, you know, a a distance to run or even bike. I mean, you could, you can get in zone on a bike and you can get on your trainer and start pedaling away at a, at a moderate pace. That's comfortable, take off and go, make sure there's no distractions, no TV, nothing. And just start to just, just work all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's like what I say in that focus, that focus podcast, you drive home from work and I've experienced this my myself a ton of times. So I go from uh, my my work to home is about eight or nine miles. And there's sometimes I arrive at my house and I don't have a clue how I got there. And, and right. I always laugh and I go, God, I hope I, hit, I, hope I didn't hit anyone. And right. I hope that I didn't run any stop signs or stoplights. Right. Right. But I always make it home safely. And, and that's not, there's a risk, obviously. But uh, the thing about it is you do it and you don't recognize how you got there or how long it took you. It's just effortless. Right. But it's because you've developed an automation for that. In fact, it's almost like when you're driving home and you need to go to the store versus go home. And instead of going left to go home, you have to go right. And next thing you know, you go left and you're like, oh, shit, God, I got to turn I'm around God. and go the other way. It's because it's an automation and you're running and all the things that you can do, uh, biking, swimming and all that stuff can also be automated and you can get in the zone. And when you get in the zone, that is peak performance. Because you're not thinking about anything negative, right. negative. And, and when you don't think of anything negative, obviously great things you're come. firing from that. on all cylinders. Yep, yep, yep. And it doesn't matter if you're a rookie. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, you you're a first time, you know, a sprint athlete. It doesn't matter if you're trying to run your first 5K. Right. It, it, it's not. It's not time. It's not. oh, you, know, you got to be running for you know 25 25 minutes where you can touch the zone. That's not what it's about at all. But and to make sure you have. Again, no distractions. That's that's well, important.
1: And one thing I will say that it, that has helped me that I can recall is, um, for me, it was finding like a mantra. Yeah. Um, because what happens is if you focus on your foot strikes, like you said, you don't. You, it's hard to find that zone when you're focused on whatever it is. And so, uh, quick story: my very first marathon was a Galveston marathon. Galveston marathon, and uh, I knew you know I wanted to run a certain time, so on and so forth. And I get probably about four miles from the finish where the wall I use air quotes typically is. And, uh, Kendall finished the half marathon row back out on her mountain bike and she's riding next to me and it's, it's getting dark. Like the shades are getting drawn. It's, uh, it's getting dire straits. And, um, as I'm going, I have to think about my foot strikes and and form to maintain efficiency, but without really thinking about it. And so, one of my favorite songs is Eminem's "You, G- you Better lose, your- lose Yourself." Yep. Right. Yep. So, and I literally was out loud every breath saying it. You got to lose yourself in the music the moment you own it, and then your my foot strikes lined up with that. That powered me through those last four miles. Yeah. And so, for me, that's what essentially thrust me into the zone if you will you know sure. that's what that's what took my focus off of oh shit i gotta get these last four miles oh man my you know my right legs bother me oh man i'm, I'm tired i'm sweating blah blah blah. it's windy whatever yeah. i i just took and i put all of my energy and effort into something monotonous that that i that i i've heard that song a thousand times. it's sure. one of my favorite jams and so for me that was a place it almost lured me into the zone because my my mind was was done my mind was like screw you buddy we're out of here right and i forced it to go back into there yeah and so for
0: right you minimize your thoughts
1: yeah and for me that really worked because because at that moment of the game anybody's done a marathon knows those last few miles are pretty brutal and and no matter what shape you're in and and a lot of times it's it's strength and heart that gets you through the finish line on those things but i found something because i had so many sensors going off saying, Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Ow, oh, look at this, 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 you know, and, and I, I was able to force myself into the zone by concentrating on that one thing that lined up with my foot strikes and what I needed to do. So that worked really well for me. Right. It may not work for everybody, but well, you find can have something anything.
0: nice and easy. I mean, it doesn't matter. What you, it doesn't matter what you use Yeah, as I long as it deals. means something to you. As long yeah. as it means something so, to you. You know, and, that's, thing, and that's very true. If you focus on things ahead of you, you know, um, you're not going to get there. If you focus on, you know, if you worry about the hill you're going to run up, that's not going to, you're going to not get in the zone. If you uh, focus on how long took you out of transition or whatever you lost, you know, you lost some food on the bike or something like that, it's not going to help you do that either. In fact, if you get in the zone, while there, it, the the hill may have been big, it may not be near as big because you're not worried about it and you're not focusing on it.
1: Next thing you know, you're to the top and you're like, oh, yep. shit,
0: yep. I'm here. yep. But we we oftentimes will see that hill coming up or we know it's there because we drove it and that's a that's a MF right there. Um <laughs> right. and then you worry about it. And then when you worry about it, guess what? Goodbye, zone. Bye right. bye. And wouldn't you just much rather be able to do this on automation and just flow it and just, just do it? I mean And you know, to I, me, I, I really
1: believe that if if an athlete puts in the time and does the training right, that when they get to race day. Yeah they'll be able to hop in that zone if they if they drop their worries, like you were yeah. saying. If they can step away and just focus on the work at hand, in, stay in that moment, yeah. maximize that moment. And then if they've done their training right, they should be able to kind of just
0: yeah. just cruise, essentially. Yeah, the biggest distraction is going to be yourself, really. It's Say what, that again? The biggest, the biggest distraction is going to be yourself. Yeah. You're going to distract yourself before. And, and, and you control your thoughts. You control what you focus on. And so if yep. it's not the external world that's that's dragging you it's your it's you allowing the ex- world, external world to drag you down and that's that's powerful in the sense that it says I can control that. Yep. I can control that.
1: So many athletes and I say this all the time, get the hell out of your own way.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's get what out I, that's, of your I mean that's my job. Way. As a that's as right. a mental coach, that's what I do. I get you out of your own way. Right. And and I do it as quickly as I possibly can because you know, really, once someone gets to the point of getting a, a mental coach, uh, it doesn't take long. You know, that's not a, that's not a, you know, this isn't like a counseling session where I, I'm going to get 24 visits over the next six months and then we'll re-up on your insurance. No, it doesn't work that way. If I, right. if I have to take 24 visits to get you where you need to be, I suck. Right. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, I don't, true. I don't need that kind of time. Very true. But anyway, true. Um, that, that's really it. I mean, you know, focus isn't or I'm sorry, uh, zone or being in the flow or uh, whatever you want to call it, whatever your verbiage is for it, it's not that hard. In fact, just don't worry about it because you didn't drive home and go, I want to get in the zone, and all of a sudden you know, just, it just magically popped up. I go, yeah, I like, the, yeah I like the muscle guy.
1: <gasps> grow, muscle. That, that's
0: right. I command I <laughs> you to grow, <laughs> C.T. Fletcher. Um, yeah, it, it's not going to happen that way. So release yourself, just like you sleeping. Release yourself of the need to get in it, and find that it will it will come to you. Yeah, money, good.
1: Can, can we play? The, can we see if the music will work on the outro here?
0: Let's see if we can do it. Let's see,
1: this is the best part of the segment.
0: Yeah, I know. And, and the thing about it is, it um, you know, it, it, it kind of has its own mind. Let's see what happens with it. Now it works. Oh yeah, baby! <laughs> Here's. Something on the wing. You this. <laughs> so that's it for us. If you need to get a hold of Jeremy, go over to MondrightMultiSport.com. You can also find him on Facebook. You can find me over at u Discover.com. You can also find me on Facebook. And we also have PerformanceOnDemand.net for our podcast. You, uh, if you know someone that, can, that could get some benefit out of this, please share these. The best thing you could ever do to us besides send us just loads of money. Would, like be share, would be to share this. This, this. That would mean everything to us. So, And, and that's
1: what you kind of beat me to it. I was going to say that because, I mean, we truly appreciate our listeners. We've yep. had interactions yep. with several of them. Um, and the thing is, is, is you and I were not like these superhuman guys with great ideas. Sure. Like yeah. we have ideas we like to share and we're passionate about them, but we found that our ideas actually help quite a few people. Yeah, yeah. And when someone – when I talk to a prospective new athlete and they say, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm listening to your podcast right now. Um, or we got an email saying, "Hey, I got this five hour drive. Thanks, guys, for giving me. Yeah, you know, yeah, we got one of those, those the other day. The yeah. It's like that means more to me than yep. Yep. than anything. It's like, okay, wow, people are actually listening to to what we're saying, and and that to me is is what it's all about.
0: Yeah, no, I totally. The blank, totally the blank agree.
1: check would be good.
0: Yeah, you don't please send us both one we'll, we'll happily accept it. if you need our if you need our mailing address please uh, just send an email to performance on demand podcast at gmail.com and we will make sure you got that okay brother awesome uh, all right man thanks for everything folks thanks for listening to us we really appreciate it I know we're kind of stupid yeah. at times and, and have a good time but we uh, we are still working on doing some live chats so yes. uh, make sure to like us because we'll post a lot of that stuff on there uh, we're gonna have I think we're going to try to work on some things with some groups up toward up in the north to have live chaps for. If, if you're in a if you're in a, a try group and okay. they have a lot of questions, man, get with us, because what we so can do cool. is we can do a Google Hangouts. We can Google Hangouts and we can you know, we like being put on the spot. I, I like be, I like that uncomfortableness of not knowing what's coming. And it, to me, it's exciting. So put us on the spot. Get us. You know, if you got five, ten, fifteen friends that want to come on here and ask uh, coaching questions as well as mental mental strength questions, get with us. We'll set up a Google Hangouts. We'll record it that way we can share it to everyone. But um, please reach out to us. Performance on Demand Podcast at gmail.com. dot com. Thanks everyone. Jeremy, good talking to you, buddy. That's it. Bye
1: later.